listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones, backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome back to Indiana Jones in Character. In Character. You sound surprised. No, I'm never surprised. You should be. This has been on five weeks in a row. I know. This is, this is, this is, I, I, I'm, someone pinch me. Ow! <laughs> this um, is, the, this, this, and currently we're running a top secret minute, which, or, yeah, which comes out every day. Yeah. But other than that, this is the most consistent show, I think. It is. Do you ever what? think that would be said? No. Can, and, can actually, I wanted to to bring up something here, which I don't know. You know, we don't get we don't get reviews much no. on 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 iTunes and whatnot. However, there was a new review from April nineteenth. Really? Which is what? What's today? The end of April ish, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Fantastic to have you back. No. Oh. It may be a temporary return during this crisis, which he might be true. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for taking the time to make this show again. P.S. That P.L. Gunslinger guy is an idiot. Who's P.L. Gunslinger? I don't know. Oh, I do know. I do fucking know. Because this is what I, to, this is what I wanted to read next. The last review we got two years ago <laughs> from... P.L. Gunslinger. Yeah. Are, are you sitting down? <laughs> sure am. One star. Ooh. Okay. Great information and everything about Indiana Jones history, but the guy who was making the jokes is not funny. <laughs> what? Wait. I haven't seen this. Is it? Is it referring to you? I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. This is two years ago. I have to go back two years ago and hear the episode. I have no idea. Because when I just saw the P.L. Gunslinger, I was like, I, I thought maybe you said something about a joke. I don't know. Not knowing the guy who gave this review was, was his name is P.L. Gunslinger. Ready? Mm-hmm. It seems like you hate Indiana Jones for how much you make fun of it. Wait. Oh, well, that's probably directed at me. Wait. Plus, I would I would love to listen to this in front of my kids. I can't <laughs> because of the vulgarity. Why do we need that? <laughs> and that's that's my favorite part. They ask a question. Why do we need it, fellas? Can't we just be classy? <laughs> I, I haven't been on this since we've stopped doing it back in the day, whatever. And then I, I saw a new comment. Oh, what's this? And the next one is two years ago, but I have a one-star one. But I just thought that, that was funny, though. All right, well, PL, thanks for your goddamn review. <laughs> it really, it really hit the fucking spot. I was gonna say sorry that we fucking curse a lot, but fuck it, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, even if that's the way he felt, he he started out with a compliment. If you did like the the information, even if you didn't like that other stuff, one star. I know. Maybe maybe two stars for the information. Slam the other ones for the stuff you didn't like. That's a little harsh for something that you at least like the information. Right. I guess it's like a backhanded compliment kind of thing. 
Well, I think if anyone is listening that hasn't given us an iTunes review, they should. And and I don't care what you give us. We just, it, it's funny. I just like I like reading what we get. And then there's also some other stars, but no one needs a review. So they can give us two stars, but don't say anything. You know, don't say why. You know what I mean? No. Well, we must have bad. We must have a bad overall review if we have a one star and a two star. <laughs> Most people generally rate podcasts like five stars. I love it. You know, yeah. which is fine. But if you don't, like, give us a reason. We will not try to improve on it, but give us a reason anyway. Like, like that's the thing. Tell us why. Like, the, the, the guy told us that we cursed too much, and he's fucking right. I, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything, you know. I'm not mad at anybody. You know what I mean? We, we have we have a bunch of of what's our our full thing? It says we got 87 ratings, mm-hmm. and it says 5.0 out of five. Well, how can that be? Well, there's doesn't add up. No, there's four. There's it doesn't have numbers, kind of thing. All right. Well, we don't do this for the fortune and glory. <laughs> We're no. like Indiana Jones. This podcast belongs in a museum. <laughs> but this All one right. though is different because we promised something to, to the listeners, and now we're backing out of it. We did. It's and my it's, fault. No, I take it's com- smart. I take, no, I take complete blame. <laughs> Just because we were going to play a, a Facebook Live event where we were going to play the game, we will do that at some point. But Guaranteed. On second thought, thought why rush into it because of the state of the world right now we'll just keep giving you good content pumping it out every week chris we're pumping them pumping them i love pumping any kind of content (laughs) amusely alone pumping some content (laughs) (laughs) well now you're with me now uh, but yes we're pumping content together and (laughs) here's why here's why we're not playing the, the playing the board game because i usually roll the dice i put it in my mouth and spit it up yeah, that, that would have been a problem. That's how I roll my dice. So you spit it out of your mouth every time. Okay, I didn't know that. Snake eyes every time. <laughs> There's only one die in this. Oh, there is. Mama needs a hard six. <laughs> but we were gonna do it because I was jealous. I saw that game and I was like, I want to play that. So now I gotta wait till you know. The virus we w- passes. We will do it, and I think we we should do it as a celebration. Of the victory over the virus. That's what we'll do. It'll be our, it'll be our middle finger to the virus when this is all over. How about that? Done. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. In the meantime, I've prepared something else for you that I think you're gonna like. So take it away. Well, I was when you said this. I had this character, and I'm stupid. And I read it. I'm like, who the fuck is the Raven? <laughs> Thinking it was a character with a hat and like a bird on his shoulder. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then as soon as you said it's the bar that that we see in Raiders, I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. That's what we're doing. We're doing the Raven, sometimes known as the Raven Saloon. Now, now is there a sign outside? No. Okay. I didn't, I didn't like, think it's not was. like there's a lot of other businesses around. Well, yeah. <laughs> like you go to the one place that has lights on, and that's it. Well, this is—I don't know where you're going with the story. Who, how do you get there, and why would you go there in like twenty-degree winds and hurricanes and snowstorms and avalanches? Oh, look, I'm thirsty. 
I will explain that. Okay. All right. <laughs> the Raven is a dive bar in Patan, Nepal. All right. Okay. So, uh, you ever been to a dive bar? I was just going to ask you, what is, like, what's a bar and what's a dive bar? Dive bar to me would, would be categorized as a place where the, the beer are, and drinks are a little bit cheaper, and like, because of that, the clientele becomes a little bit sketchier. I don't think um, I've, I've been to one, but I I can see. I've been, been to one. I've been to one with you. Well, I don't want to know if, if it's the same one I'm thinking of because I agree. If it's the one I'm thinking of, then then yes. <laughs> Is it well, down where I used to live? Down where you used to live. Oh. Yeah. It's, okay. It was. It was. It like Marion's dive bar is called the Raven. The most famous dive bar in our town is called the Eagle. Okay, that's what I was thinking of, but I wasn't sure if I. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, that's the one I've been to until like one, like two ish in the morning or something. Well, bars close at two in the morning. Yeah. Ugh. Um. That that place has tried to legitimize themselves and be fancy and now call themselves the local. And they decided they were going to start offering farm-to-table food, and it was going to be like a whole thing. Yet none of that worked. Their clientele wouldn't have it. And it's still, even though it's called the local, it's still the eagle, a.k.a. people in town call it the dirty bird. It is, because when you walk in there, you you already feel dirty walking in. Right. It's a kind of place where you can buy beer by the pitcher. There's often smoking still allowed, even in today's world. There's a pool table that is in probably disrepair, and you may or may not see a weapon while you're in there. This is this is true, and I think the the coronavirus started at the pool table. <laughs> but I love a good dive bar, and you and I we had a reunion not that long ago of our movie theater, and and some of us when the reunion was over went down to the Eagle and and played some music and had some drinks, and it was it was fine. The Eagles, the fa- the best thing about it, this is this is the definition of a dive bar to me. The Eagle has a pool table. It's yeah. one of those pool tables where you used to have to put the four quarters in and slide the thing. Slide in it in, yeah. To 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 release the balls so you could play. <laughs> the Eagle wanted to make the pool table free, so rather than have that, um, like you know, professionally removed, they just ripped it off the side of the table. And when they did that, they bent the mechanism for where the balls f- go into the the holes and then fall down into the like the the caddy. So how do you get to get your balls out? I mean, they're there. It's there. It's all exposed wood because it's just been ripped off the side of the table. So you could play pool there and make a really great shot. You can make you can make a shot where you sink three balls and every, <laughs> and like make, make anybody go damn. But one of them is gonna roll in, roll down. There'll be the little track, and it's going to roll off the track because the track is bent because they ripped this thing off the side of the ball and yeah. bounce across the floor. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and everyone at the bar is going to turn and look at you like you just shot one off the table. Every time? <laughs> A lot. Because do you think they did it on purpose, or do you think someone f- fucking broke it or just said, I want my money back, and then they kept it no. that way? Oh. I think they broke it when they ripped the thing off, and rather than getting it taken care of the right way they just ripped it off and i love it that place is weird yeah 
Well, there's that's this is the the Nepalese equivalent of the eagle. Okay. Okay. The people that are there to answer your question are either either locals from the village. There's a nearby village. Nepal is really kind of between China and India in in Eastern Asia. So a lot of the locals, anybody that that you're looking at that looks like a local in that that may be from Eastern Asia is from the nearby towns. Anyone else is a climber. It's called the climb of the mountains, and that's like a pit stop to go take a piss? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so anybody in there that doesn't look like they're a local is a climber that is there to climb a portion of the Himalayas, maybe even try Mount Everest, although you know, not that many people used to do that. There's so many people do that now that people are dying because there's like a traffic jam on Mount Everest. Have you seen any of that stuff? Yeah, why and there's and there's always like frozen bodies that they find and shit. Why would you do that? I, some people I don't know. It's a hobby. It's like some people collect stamps. Yeah, but you can't die by collecting stamps. <laughs> unless you lick unless you choke on one, yes. But if there's a if there's a line for McDonald's drive through, I hate waiting in that line. I won't even wait for a shamrock shake, let alone to go to the top of Mount Everest. Right, you're waiting in the wind and, and the snow and the avalanche and the, and the fucking um um uh, Cliff Clavin from what's what the movie they's in? Welcome to the Himalayas. What movie is it? Monsters Inc. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Himalayas. Snow cone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I think because I'm a Disney geek. They should change. This is the perfect opportunity for Disney now that they own everything, including all of Lucasfilm, to turn that ride, Expedition Everest, into an Indiana Jones-based roller coaster. That would be cool as shit, right? Like yes. when, you, like to get into the line, you have to like you have to go through the Raven. That is. I mean, it's it's cool now. Yeah. Have you ever been on this? I have a class trip, I think. I, I don't. I forget it a little bit, though. I don't think I was there when we were in high school. That's like a newer thing. Was I it's, on that? I think I was there, but I think I was. Maybe it was. Maybe yeah. It was. When I went, no, no. When I went down, I think it was one of the celebrations. I think when we all went there, the the family and I went to Disney. Right. It's it's. I mean, I get sick on stuff like that. I did not enjoy it. But if it was an Indiana Jones roller coaster, I would go on it again just to go through the line. And then when it takes time time to get on the cart, I just knock it on. Because you've seen me do that before. Yeah, you just walk right right through to the other side. Yeah, we went to Great Adventure once. We went on the Batman and Robin roller coaster. <laughs> that one, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the whole ride was like cool Batman stuff. I wanted to see the Batman stuff when it get to the line. And it's just like, I, you know, you get in the car. I get in the car and walk straight through onto the other side and go back. And I'll see you guys when you're done. Dave, Dave pays all the money to go to amusement parks just to look at pictures. To wait in line. <laughs> yeah, wait in line, see the Batmobile. All right, I'll wait over here. I did that at Universal on one of the Harry Potter things, too, with Matt. I, just got, I waited in the line, and then it was time for the ride. I was like, all right, I'll see you guys in about 10 minutes. I'll wait here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most of the people are locals, but the ones that aren't, these are climbers that are on some kind of climb for the Himalayas, and I'm going to have more on them later, okay? Okay, bonus episode, okay. <laughs> this uh, the Raven was established in 1926 and burned to the ground in 1936. Uh, ten years a good run for a bar, I guess. 
I guess when you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, like ten years is is, is great. It's like a hundred years. There's people still coming by. How can you survive when there's little tiny shot glasses? You know how much are those? Yeah, I don't even think about stuff like that. Like you're absolutely right. But how do they get? How do they get their um, liquor? Their <laughs> liquor, like, yeah. like who is like? It's not like just local liquor delivery. You know, like how are they even getting anything to serve these people? Because they have hikers bringing up, up the liquor. I guess that that can be the only explanation because. Where else would they be getting anything? Yeah, there's 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 no road. It's all on foot. Yeah, you see the exterior shot of the Raven. It is just in the middle of nothingness. Yeah, it's and it's it's. I I I watched the scene today, and there's a camera, whatever the camera angle from above in the ceiling. They have three tables. <laughs> That's it, and the, and a fire pit. And like, well, like a bar area, but there's there's three tables for a village. Yeah, I mean the village could have ten people in it. Who knows? <laughs> True. Abner Ravenwood and I never, I I guess this is never explained. It's not known what it's what it's called before that. And I always assume because she's Marion Ravenwood, he's Abner Ravenwood. It's called the Raven because of their last name. Did he even catch that till right now? Ravenwood. That, that makes so much sense. And it, and I've seen actually in doing the research, you would love these things. There are T-shirts of the Raven as if it's a real place. Oh wow! <laughs> so, I'm looking that up. I want to get one of those. Yeah, you. That's your kind of shirt. And I like stuff like that. I li- I like stuff that's that's fake. But it's like a meta thing. Like you're wearing this T-shirt of a bar that never existed. Right, right, right. And and the whole bar is made of wood, so therefore, Raven, Raven wood. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you just blew my mind. <laughs> Abner bought it to help fund his expeditions. That's the reason it exists at all. Because you figure he's an archaeologist. Why would he even have this dump? Yeah, and. Does he, he has it. Go ahead. No, does does he buy it and then does he force Marion to like run it or work there or like? Well, does... that's that's something we can discuss because he a lot of his work took place in that area of the world, even in the Himalayas. So he bought it to make a little bit of money. I mean, I'm sure if you're not a college professor, even though he was at one point, and now you're just on expeditions, you're not making any money. And you need money to fund these expeditions. And he used the raven to do that. Marion inherits it when he dies. Uh, well, who was running it? Was he running it when he was alive? When he wasn't around? I guess so. With her help. Huh. Okay. So here's the twist with the raven, though. Abner was not only using it as a business, but he was also using it as a warehouse. To store what? Many of the artifacts that he had uncovered, he kept hidden under the floorboards of the Raven. Love it. <laughs> so he, you, you never see this, and this no. is retconned after the fact. But he was, he had them, he had them hidden under the floorboards. The main reason that he had them hidden under the floorboards was he was hiding them from Marion. Why was she was she going to sell them or or exactly? No. So he didn't even trust his own daughter with all that merchandise? 
No. And this is just what you were talking about. Marion resented this life that she and her father had. He whisked her away on stuff like that. She had loved Indiana Jones as a young girl. He took her away. She didn't care about archaeology. She didn't care about this stuff. He was hiding them from Marion, who thought he thought would sell them for a quick buck, which uh, is what she really is about to do, kind of with the staff of Raw Head. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wants to make make the money. Like she didn't care, and then then Indy came comes along and, and tote. We're not thirsty. They're <laughs> <laughs> not thirsty, friend. Yeah, but that's that's cool though. Like you tell me that like what's under there. So there's gonna be another movie of another archaeologist. Climbing the Himalayas to go to the to the Raven Rubble. Raven Rubble. <laughs> to like dig under that to find what's under there. That and that's interesting because as the place is burning down, we see it burning down, and them outside, I'm your goddamn partner you know, like that whole thing. Right. They the the artifacts survive the blaze and are left there just for anyone's taking. Indy and Marion didn't even know they were there. Indy was standing on top of things that his mentor had found, and he had no idea. He was standing on top of shit that should have belonged in a museum, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff that was down there were swords from the area. Um, the, the longest story I could find was about 11 Macedonian coins that he found while looking for the Ark. So at some point... Abner, at least, thought that the resting place of the Ark was somewhere in the Himalayas. This is cool. Make this a movie. Make this Make this a prequel. Show yeah. me Show me Abner's adventures. Yeah, you can get anybody to play Abner. You don't need to worry about it then. Right. And show everything. And then maybe have like a little baby Marion or something, you know? <laughs> I'm loving this. So he found these 11 coins and a statue of Alexander the Great that were considered to be priceless. How big is the fucking statue? How how can you hide that under the fucking bar? It was like a bust. It oh, was okay. Just... Like, a, like a general giant bust? Okay. That would <laughs> See, make sense. No, you know, because it's like a collective thing. Done. <laughs> That's how you are with your general giant bust. My general giant busts are priceless. <laughs> That's right. And meanwhile, your daughter's going to be like, is anybody, I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> give me 10 bucks for this shit right now. <laughs> and she'll fucking sell too. <laughs> she would. So... I never know what happens to those things, but they could still be under the floorboards in this in this Indiana Jones universe. Maybe people found them. Who knows? But there was a treasure trove of Abner Ravenwood's discoveries in that building, under that building. That that's a kind of thing, though. Like once it burns down, do you think the village cares? I don't think so. Well, the village probably cared because they didn't have a place to drink. Yeah, I guess that. But they're not going to go through and dig up and fix stuff and clean up all the mess. No, it wasn't like extreme Raven makeover with Ty Pennington. <laughs> or move that bus! Move that cart! <laughs> move that donkey! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happens to them. And I, I kind of like not knowing some of this stuff. With the Star Wars, you know, you know, every time they get a, a hangnail, you know, I like, I like not knowing sometimes. Yeah, it's it, this is. I didn't expect anything buried under the bar. I just thought it was gonna be about drinking and 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 the and the and the drunks. <laughs> drinking and the drunks. Drinking and the drunks. That should be a bar's name. That place burning down must have been a huge hit to that community though, because there ain't nothing else to do. No, 
It's like, what do you do? You either sit in your house and stare at the fire or sit there and stare at the fire. Stare at the bar burning down. Yeah, it's a weird, there's nothing to do. So I assume that community was hard hit by the loss of the raven. Are you going to tell, like, like when we see, when we first see Marion, she's, she's, like, having, like, a drinking challenge? Yes. Are you going to explain any of that or no? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Because I've always wondered, like, like, I guess they think she can't hold her, hold her liquor. But I, before you go, say anything. Can you tell me what this means? Let me turn it on first, Dave. <laughs> okay. I just hit play. Hit it. Hit. Does that mean I'm sorry? No. I, I mean, I don't know exactly what the translation ah. is. You could probably trans... Like, what, she says, like, pestore. Like, we could you Google that while I, I'm I should just put it on the fucking subtitles. Put it in Nepalese. I assume that is her just saying, wait, or hold on. I just thought it sounds like I'm sorry, so that that's what I thought it was. All right, okay. I think she's just telling them to hold on. But was like, that an act? I think so, yeah. Okay. She's she's con she's hustling. Okay, all right. We're gonna talk about that. Turn it on, okay. Um the only other thing about the Raven itself was in th- there's a Lawrence Kasdan's um draft of the script, there was uh a scene where you know how kinda like Indy leaves and comes back. Yeah. Be- before he leaves Marion grabs him by the jacket and and kisses him. That was the only real difference. Nothing wrong with that because that she is so adorable. Her freckles and her attitude, like even when Tote and his goons come in, she's she's not even scared. She just lights one up. You know what I mean? She's a badass. Yeah, she really is. And even when I saw the scene, I told Luke, I wonder how many times this shot, this this scene was shot. When he leaves and the doors open and it's just you, all you see is his eye. Oh yeah. Like in the light, it's like how many times did they no move over here, move over there? But it's so just, it's so cool. Yeah, expert. Yeah. So that's all there is about the Raven, and I know that you're going to accuse me of trying to end this show early. Are you doing every worker who worked in the Raven? I got bonus characters. Oh, this means three less episodes coming soon. <laughs> I only do this because I've looked, I've extensively researched the two people I'm about to do, and there is nothing, not enough to do an episode. Are they the goons okay? with Tote? No. We can do them at some point. Are they her helpers? The staff and patrons of the Raven. I love okay? it. Love it. Okay. Starting with Mohan. That name sounds familiar. She even says his name. She she says the word Mohan. She calls him Mohan. Mohan is a bartender, but in this case, more of a bouncer, because I assume Marion is the bartender most of the time. Yeah. When Marion's not there, Mohan's the bartender. When Marion is there, Mohan is the bouncer. That's where, yeah, that's when she was like, shut the door or something, like they were leaving. Right, Mohan does that. Okay. Okay. There was a story that I found that in 1934, a thief did try to steal the headpiece of the Staff of Ra. Could have been a German. You know, like, I mean, this is a little early for that kind of stuff. Right. But somebody, at least in 1934, knew the importance of the headpiece of the Staff of Ra and steals it. Marion goes. shit. Marion goes after it. 
So this would be a cool little adventure. Marion goes after it, and while she does, leaves Mohan in charge. Okay? It's like when Sam would go out to get laid on Cheers, and he would, <laughs> yeah. and he would leave Woody in charge. Yeah. Makes sense. I always thought that was funny on Cheers. Like, I mean, I work in a bar slash brewery. You don't just leave. They, they were always leaving. But Cheers had Cheers had a lot of people there working. They did, but if Sam wanted to leave, like say say Sam had you know wanted to knock some boots, right? He would just be like, "Hey, coach, I'll be I'll be back," or or Carla, watch the bar. It's like you don't just leave. Yeah, yeah, but I guess he has he has faith in in his crew. Well, that is exactly the way that Marion feels about Mohan. She trusts him implicitly and knows that he can handle not only the bar. But the patrons. That's the thing. It's handling the patrons. Yeah, because they, they can get out of hand sometimes. Especially in a dive bar. So Mohan is he's he's kind of like her right hand man. He and and I was wondering too. We just talked about her not caring necessarily about her dad's old trinkets and stuff like that. Right. But when we see her in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where is she wearing the staff of Ra? Right between her tits. Yes, I was going to say around her neck. Uh, But it dangles between her tits. (laughs) So I wonder if this past theft has something to do with that. She put it close to her so she always knows where it is. Right. This is fantastic. it, It was already stolen once. She knows it's important. She has no idea what it is. But she knows it was important enough for somebody to try and steal. So... She keeps it close to her. I love it. And she lies to Indy and says she didn't know what he's talking about. Right, even is... though the, the the coldness is on her tits. <laughs> you're very you're very preoccupied with the tits. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Who is it? You know? Come on. <laughs> That'll be the next review. I like the information. <laughs> yeah. But the one guy is just very, very preoccupied with, with Marion's lovelies. Enough with the tits. They call them breasts. <laughs> At least dilly-dallies or something. <laughs> the left one's dilly, the right one's dally. <laughs> <sighs> you crack me up. So you're right. At the end of the night, Mohan, I mean, the drinking contest is over. Mohan is the one who's like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, Closing right. time. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets, he gets them out. That's about all there is with Mohan, the character. Like I told you, there's not a lot about these people. Right, right. Mohan was played by an actor named Anthony Chin. And as we've discovered on this show in the past... You remember, like, there was a correlation between this and another film franchise. Do you remember we would go through this a lot? Which one? Indiana Jones and... Indiana Jones. We, we would almost do this thing. I'd do this Seinfeld and character show with my son. And his job on the show is a lot of people were in both Seinfeld and Friends. Right. So I'll ask him, Jack, was, you know, was he ever in Friends? <laughs> Chances are they were. Say, is, yeah. Are you going to say Bond or something or Superman or one of those? Exactly Bond. And and it was just because they filmed these movies in London. So if you were in Bond, you may have been in Superman. You may have been in the Star Wars movies. You may have been in Indiana Jones or all four. Oh, wow. So Anthony Chin, as we've discovered, he was in a Bond film. He was in A View to a Kill. He played a Taiwanese tycoon. Oh, okay. And, and 
he was in You Only Live Twice, where he played a Spectre guard. And he was in Goldfinger, where he played a servant. Wait. And he was in Dr. No as a technician. The first first Bond film. He was in the very first Bond film, all up until the worst one, probably, with Roger Moore's snowboarding to the Beach Boys. (laughs) Yeah, I just saw that scene. We, I just watched, and we were watching. I knew it was coming on. I said, "Hey, Luke, here's a scene." And I remember it as a kid, you know. And he starts surfing, and I'm watching. I'm like, "I like this back as a kid." <laughs> I like this when this geriatric Bond invented the snowboard. Oh, that was. I thought that was a cool little like, you know, because he could get out of anything anyway. James Bond invented the snowboard, just like Marty McFly invented the skateboard. <laughs> so he's this. Anthony Chin was in four Bond movies. I have a, do you know if is he still alive? He's dead. I was gonna say, man, I would have loved to get his autograph. And it wasn't ex- it wasn't that long ago. The last movie that he was in the that at least either of us cared about is he was in The Fifth Element. Oh, I mean, Jesus. Now, we're getting old. That was at what, this point a while ago. Years ago was, it was 14 years. Jesus Yeah. Look at you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That was the letterman that we went to uh, for your bachelor party. For um, Mel or Bruce? For, for Bruce Willis. We went to to and camped out on the street overnight yeah. to get into David Letterman. Um, and it was for his appearance on... Uh, which one call it? In Fifth Element. Oh my God. We no, it was fun. It was fun. Was that the one when we slept in our car? Didn't we sleep in a car in a parking lot in New York? We slept on the street. Yeah. We slept, we, we had like not even sleeping bags, we just had blankets and we laid in on the, on the, the front of the Ed Sullivan Theater and slept on the street all night like homeless people. Because it was like the first people get tickets, get standby tickets, right? Yeah, they did it differently then. You had to be in line. You had to be like first in line, mm-hmm. and we weren't even first. No, we weren't. We it was it was you, me, Tim, and our friend Dorian. Yeah, <laughs> and we we were like third, fourth, fifth, and sixth in line, and they admitted seven people. Yeah, we just barely made it, and the line there's a pretty big line too. Yeah, because all the other people had tickets. These were her standby tickets. Yeah, and I and I think I remember across the street or something was like an adult something going on over there. And we were all like, let's go over there. We're like, no, nah, I don't know. Do you want to go? I don't know. We, we were too afraid to go over there and go in it. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, do. I remember. I just remember being insanely tired and, and just dying all night long that we were sitting out on the street. But the second they were like, okay, you, 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 and you, you get in. We ran through the Ed Sullivan Theater like children. Yeah. Screaming and hollering and kicking our heels. That was yeah, that, that was that was a blast. We were just talking about the 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 one that we went and saw Mel that I kicked, got kicked out of. <laughs> Get kicked out of. I didn't even know why, because I held up I held up a poster tube, and then I and even I wasn't even loud and obnoxious. I just held up a poster tube during the applaud time. Yeah. And then and someone said, "Sir, follow me." And I and even Kel was like, she was shocked. I, I was calm. I didn't say anything, make a scene. I just followed the guy out. And then they had a, a seat filler. <laughs> so sit next to my wife. 
And she's married to that man till this day. <laughs> Correct. Well, he was in four Bond movies, that's okay? Cool. That's, that's, that's really cool. The only other thing I have on Mohan is that he is visibly betting on Marion during the drinking contest. Oh, okay. Which brings me to our second bonus character. <laughs> <laughs> this is Reagan. Well. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Reagan is the individual with whom Marion is having the drinking contest. Now, doesn't... I'm Reagan's a guy, am I correct? Well, <laughs> my first thing I have okay. written under Reagan says, yeah. this is word for word in my notes. First <laughs> off, yeah. male or female? Thank you, because I was going to say, I think I've always thought she was female, but then the older I got, I'm like, ah, maybe it's a male. But then today I'm like, yeah, maybe it's a female. You wrote down exactly what I was thinking. So what's your answer? If you have to commit. Do you know this? I know, I know, I know the answer. Final answer is that an innie or an Audi. I want to say, well, although it's cold up there, so it might be both. Um, <laughs> I, I will say a girl. I think a female. I thought my entire life oh, that shit. that was a woman because it looks a lot like my grandmother. <laughs> it's a man, baby. No, that is a man. Well, that's one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Doesn't it look like an old lady? Yeah. I think this whole time I always thought it was a woman. All right. Well, Reagan, a.k.a. Red, which is his nickname. And you do – this name is actually – I mean, she calls him Mohan. Someone in the crowd during the contest, we do know his name because one of his friends says, Come on, Reagan. Oh, uh, Okay. All right. Reagan is an Australian climber. He, that motherfucker can't climb anything. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. This looks like a little old lady. This is an Australian climber and his friends that are climbing the Himalayas and are stopping there at almost like a base camp to, I don't know, prepare for the trip, just get loaded. Who the hell knows? He's but enormous. That is a dude. He's enormous. A, right. That's a dude. I want to. I want to. I want to see. Show show me the proof. <laughs> I always thought the same way you did. I mean, since the time I was little, I thought it was like, wow, you know, Marion's challenging this this woman to a to a drinking contest, and I never assumed that any of those people weren't from the village. I figured they're all friends. Yeah, and they do kind of walk out arm in arm. I mean, when you have a few. Most people are. Everyone's are, your friend then, yeah. Yeah, like some, there are angry drunks, sure, but most people, most people get affectionate when they're drunk, <laughs> and and it's arm in arm, you know, everybody's happy and and going out, and it's been a good night. That's that's an Australian climber and his friends. He challenges Marion and loses in the drinking, like we see. Right. I think Marion's hustling him because I think after she she kind of does this thing where she looks like she's about she's to pass out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't they throw? You just watch the scene. Don't they throw more money on after she does? Oh that? yeah, like they well they they start exchanging hands and money. I think she does that to boost the pot. Yeah, yeah. She is, but she because right afterwards she's totally fucking fine. She is the whole time she's talking to Indy. She's a little something, and she's like, "See you later, Indiana Jones." Yeah, you're a little bit tipsy. Right, but she's not. 
she's not out of out of sorts. She she's still got her wits about her. And she has those little shot glasses that she just throws like like careful. There's like thirty or forty shot glasses, and you're just like ah, throwing them everywhere on the ground. It's because Mohan's not there and wash them. Watch your <laughs> don't be barefoot in that place, Christ. <laughs> Red did have lines, but Spielberg cut down the scene. In fact, the scene was supposed to be almost like a long distance that kind of thing. They were going to be on opposite sides of the bar doing the drinking contest, but kind of like nodding to each other, you know, like your yeah. turn, my turn. Yeah. And Spielberg thought the scene was too big and it was too long. He cut it down and put them at the same table and cut out all of Red's lines. Well, what did Red say? I don't know. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Something, did, in, did, did he something say, with an Australian accent? I don't know. Did he say, I'm not a woman? <laughs> I'm a man, baby. Yeah, yeah. like, did, did Red go over and say, can I use the bathroom? Which one do I use? And then, you know, Marion's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I know. And if that happened today, you can't tell somebody what bathroom to use, dude. No. You'll get sued. Marion would get sued. The Raven would have been shut down because of uh, insensitivity. Hashtag me too red. <laughs> red was played by a man named Patrick Durkin, who was never in anything else that I even recognized, but a lot of things. In fact, both he and the guy that played Mohan, this chin guy, were in the TV show The Saint. What, the old Roger Moore one? Yeah. Yeah. So the, that's as close as you're going to get as a Bond as connection. As a Bond. <laughs> yeah. All right. But that's all I got on the Raven, Mohan, and Reagan. I hope you're happy. I, I love it because I I think the bar – and you're right. The bar is – is just three tables, whatever. Has a long bar though and it's it has to be one of the greatest. Like if you had to rank – all right, don't count for. If you had to rank in the three movies, the original, you know, Indiana Joneses, like action scenes, and all three of them, would this be your number one? Maybe that and the the basket chase, and the and the way it ends, and under the truck thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is great because it's it's as equally as. As scary when you're a little kid, especially people getting shot in the face. Um, what's his face? His arm is on fire. Um, and this did, was this is PG, am I right? PG before PG thirteen. Yeah, like and, the blood and, coming down the guy's face. Right, and then there are comedy moments where in these you know whiskey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they shoot the barrel, and and Marion, and she takes a drink. Doesn't want to waste <laughs> it. She's she's thirsty. She's bolstering her confidence. Like this is, this is one of the greatest scenes in movie history, and these characters are part of it. And I love the Raven. It's 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 phenomenal. I'm surprised you don't have a, a Raven T-shirt. I know. I might get myself one. We can wear matching. We can be <laughs> twinsies. Done. But I I want to say this though. Like just 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 so you know, like in the character, it's 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 you and me, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Thank you forget you. it. That's heartwarming. <laughs> this is awesome, Dave. This is a great, great episode. Good. Can you give me actually a second? All right. So that means it's trivia time. Trivia time, which hopefully I get it right because I'm not that bright. You're very bright. And I have something a little different for you. A little, uh, uh, you, you've actually done some of this before. 
So I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but this is what I'm doing. Okay. I have a list of 26 fictional bars. 26? 26 fictional bars. Okay. You've heard some of these before because we do another show now, which is called A Proper Education, where we do bar trivia. It's fantastic. It's so much fun. Well, I'm glad you like it. And we did this with the guys. Some of these ones that were on there are on here, but I've added others. That doesn't mean you remember the ones that were on the other thing. I remember anything. (laughs) You remember stuff. So I got 26. Okay. So for you to be successful here, how many many out of 26 do you think you can get? I was going to say half, 13, but I don't even know if that's doable for me. 13 is good. Let's do 13. Okay. 13 out of 26. Okay. okay. All right. On the, on the show, we do it as a as a lightning round, but just, we don't have to do that. No lightning today. It's you a, can just it's take a, your time. It's a sunny day. No lightning here. <laughs> so as you're listening, you Indiana Jones in character listener. <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> Play along with Chris. Okay. And these are all fictional bars from movies and TV. Okay. Okay. Let's start with the gold room at the Overlook Hotel. I don't know. It sounds familiar, but I, the gold room over the Overlook Hotel is what sounds familiar more than the the gold room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Shining. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Your next one, Jack Rabbit Slims. That is Pulp Fiction. That is correct. You got one. Okay. Your next one, Moe's Tavern. Simpsons. You got two. The Double Douche. I love simulating it. Roadhouse. You got three. The Bada Bing. Sopranos. Sopranos is correct. Okay, because I was like, I think I remember that one. Okay. That's four. Next the Ink and Paint Club. I remember someone else had this. I think it was Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is correct. Is that fine? Next, The Three Broomsticks. That. I oh, I think it's uh, I, th- I think it's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. You got six okay. already. All right. And we still have a lot to go. The Lobo Lounge. Yeah, I remember you saying this last time, the Lobo Lounge. And I don't know, I'm drawing a blank. That's Roseanne. That's it? What the fuck? Roseanne. (laughs) This is a gimme. Chalman's Cantina. That, I believe, was in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Correct. Or New Hope. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, Poor Richards. I know one of the years is, I don't know. Um, it's always sunny. I'm just guessing that. That is incorrect. That is The Office. Never saw The Office. I know. Hate me. I know. Send their letters to Chris. <laughs> yeah, to Chris, please. Care of Neozaz. Because I will burn them. The Winchester. Oh, this sounds familiar, too. The Winchester sounds... Ooh, ooh. Uh, how I Met Your Mother? No. Fuck. Okay. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I've seen it a few times. Okay. Next one, McLaren's. That's How I Met Your Mother. 
That's how I met your mother. I knew that was one of them. Okay, all right. You're up to eight. Six or seven? Eight. Eight? Yeah. The boar's nest. The boar's nest. That's what you just said. (laughs) That one sounds like I know it. It's the boar's nest. The boar's nest. I don't know, Dave. The Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Damn it. The alibi room. Alibi room? Which is a brilliant name for a bar. I don't know that one. Shameless. Never saw it. I know. Patty's Pub. That's that's your show. You're always sunny. You're correct. Okay. The Bamboo Lounge. The Bamboo Lounge? How many do I get? Ten? So How many do you have now? You have nine. Nine. You need four more. How many are left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You only need to get 40% of these. The Bamboo Lounge. The Bamboo Lounge. What bar is that from? I don't I don't know. Goodfellas. Fuck you, Goodfellas. I love that movie. God damn it. <laughs> this is this is uh there are two on here that I know you'll get, and this is one of them. The Blue Oyster Bar. That is from Police Academy 3, Mission in Moscow. I don't know what the, if that's part three. <laughs> Mission in Moscow. Is that part three? Uh, I don't know. You have ten. Okay. Club Sugar Ray. Club Sugar Ray? No idea that one. Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights with the pinky. <laughs> you shot off my pinky toe. Cocktails and Dreams. Cocktails and dreams. You always say it back. I do. Like you're, like you're angry. Just in case if the listeners are listening and they didn't, they didn't hear what you said. All right. I'm just repeating it. I don't know that one, dude. Cocktails and dreams is from cocktail. Oh, it's right in the, right in the fucking answer. <laughs> Dukes. 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 And you already said Dukes of Hazard. And I and I will extend this to Dukes and McGinty's. Dukes and McGinty's, both from the same show. Oh, it's a show. Oh, oh, it's all like Robin Williams. Oh, oh. Uh, Seinfeld. Frasier. Frasier. NBC, kind of close. <laughs> the Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. What the fuck? That's all on the marquee. The Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. Swingers. I don't know. <laughs> Austin Powers. Oh my god, I haven't seen a movie in so long. Gary's Old Town Tavern. Now that sounds familiar. Gary's Old Town Tavern. SpongeBob. Cheers. That's what it was called? That's the rival bar that they're always. Oh yeah! warring against Gary's Old Town Tavern. Because I didn't want to put cheers because I thought that would just be stupid. Yeah, yeah. How many How many are left? Not many. All right, there are three left. You need to get all three. I need to get all three? That ain't and happening. You're, and you're going to get two. It's going to come down to the last one. Oh, my God. The Peach Pit After Dark. The Peach Pit was from a show that my wife loves, Beverly Hills 64962. Close enough. Okay. The Regal Beagle. I knew that was on here. That is from Three's Company. And what's the fucking last one? 
All right, you have 12 out of 20, uh, 25. You said you would get 13, 13 out of 26. 13 is what I was guessing. It's going to come down to the last one, and I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. You know this show better than anyone I know. You love this show what? better than more than anyone I know. But I don't know if you're going to know this or not, but I've given you some hints. Yeah. Okay, are okay. you ready? I'm ready. The Talon. That sounds familiar. But there's You've seen you have seen every episode of this show like and and I mean tuning in 5 minutes beforehand getting in your onesie and sitting down and camping out because you could not miss a second of this show. See the way you're describing it is moonlighting but I don't remember any kind of bar or anything. I'm it's going not moonlighting. It's not moonlighting. The talent. You were you were older. What? Give me a year, if you know. A year? I'd say late 90s, early late. 2000s. The talent, it does sound familiar. Um, how many seasons? <laughs> God. I don't know because I stopped watching it after about three or four. Ooh, did you love it when it came on? I loved it when it came on, and I used to be like you in the onesie. I think I know this. But at some point, I was like... I'm completely done with this, and because I'm me and I bail on stuff, and you're you, and you say I have to watch every second of it. Is is that is it lost? No, it's not lost. I give you one more chance. Okay, all right. I I loved every second of Lost. Yeah, that, that okay. Is, that does not apply. Okay. No. This show was great. Don't say, on I, a, I think I know it. Because you loved right. it, and then you gave up on it. Gave up on it. Never watched the end of it. Still don't really know how it ended. Now, this if is you, your last guess. This is for all the money. On. All right. If you saw the movie, would you tell me? <laughs> is it that? It, it's not that. Damn it. See, that doesn't count as a guess. No. See? I asked a question. I wasn't guessing. You were talking about X-Files. I, yeah. I heard what you're saying. It's okay. not X-Files. I was, and I jumped on the couch at five of nine to watch it. Yeah, I don't know if it was on at 8 or 9, but it was an hour long. You tuned in for every second. Can I phone a friend? You Who are you going to phone? Well, can I yell over here to someone who's in the room? Oh, sure, if you want. You, you've met several of the the primary actors of this show. What? Yeah. Cal, who do we meet? Do you know the bar, the, um, what's it, the Talon? Talon. The TV show in the 90s? Woman! They did not go to this bar at the beginning of the show, I'll tell you that. Because we, they wouldn't have, they would not have been allowed to. I can't give you any more hits. Cause, were they kids? Yes. The OC? No. No. You're done. No! Give me, give me an actor tell, who's not the top star. Tell me what it rhymes with. <laughs> tell me what I'm looking at. Send me a picture and I'll read what it says. <laughs> All right, I give up. One of the primary uh, participants of the show may or may not have been in a sex cult. Fucking you! Fuck you, you fucking fuck! Smallville! Jesus Christ, it makes so much fucking sense now, and now I see it! <laughs> and you're right! I didn't miss an episode. Ten seasons! I watched the whole thing! The ten- I watched it all! You I got knew. 12! You got 12 out of 26. 
I do now. No, once they've said it, the talent. Oh my god, I'm an asshole. I have it right here, all ten seasons on DVD. <laughs> Can you just erase everything that just happened? Ask me again. Smallville. Done. Absolutely not. You got twelve out of twenty-six, and uh, I would love to know if any of the. Uh, Listeners can beat that. So if you've beaten Chris and gotten more than 12, let us know on our Facebook page and taunt him. Yeah, but uh, small. I didn't get that one. That's my. That's like besides Moonlighting, my favorite show. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's all I got for this episode of Indiana Jones and Character. But if you did like that kind of trivia stuff, really, you should check out A Proper Education. There are four episodes out already and more to come where Chris and a couple of other guys from Neo's as Star Wars in character, if you listen to that, I asked them pop culture trivia, movies, TV shows, you know, music, that kind of stuff. And it's a lot of, it's a lot like this. So if you like playing along with this, listen to that show. It's a lot of fun. We have a good time. The host is not that good, but I agree. It's <laughs> no, it is. It really is. It's fine. And talent. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave, for serving me up a little glass of this episode. Whiskey. Whiskey. And um, we'll see you next time. We're, we're not going to be playing a board game until the virus goes away. That's right. But we'll be pumping you full of Indiana Jones goodness. <laughs> Why do you have to say goodness like that? <laughs> but uh, we'll see you next time on Indiana Jones and Character. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the Neozaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit Neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Do you know what you did to me in my life? I can only say I'm sorry so many times. <laughs> well, say it again anyway. Sorry. Yeah, everybody's sorry. Abner was sorry for dragging me all over this earth looking for his little bits of junk. I'm sorry to still be here stuck in this dive. Everybody's sorry for something. It's a worthless bronze medallion, Mary, and you're going to give it to me? Maybe. I don't know where it is. Well, maybe you could find it. 3,000 bucks. Well, that will get me back. But not in style. I can get you another two when we get to the States. It's important, Marion. Trust me. You know the piece I mean? You know where it is? <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Why? Because I said so, that's why. Ha! See you tomorrow, Indiana Jones.